Hey, I'm Natalie Potts and this is the Natalie Potts Podcast. If you want to talk about your business, your life, your health and more, then you are in the right place. We do it all with humour, love and inspiration to help you create a life you love. So let's dive in. Thank you so much for joining us today. Very excited to have this conversation with you because I guess like we just shared actually, kind of don't know where it will go. But um, yeah, no, my pleasure. I'm really excited. So share with us all about Sean and, and what you do. So I am a therapist, have been for over 10 years. And what's brought me to becoming a menopause coach is that over 10 years ago, I was experiencing symptoms of well, I didn't know what they were in my late 30s and was backwards and forwards to the GP, having really never been poorly before that ever. And I say poorly, but just things that I couldn't work out what was going on from things like pins and needles to achy joints, just feeling really drained, felt like I'd been hit by a brick wall and just didn't know what they were and kept going back to the doctors, was referred to different sort of consultants and just was getting nowhere to the point where about seven years in they decided after me seeing a rheumatologist who basically just went well it must be fibromyalgia because it can't be anything else so that was the diagnosis if you like that I was given so I went away with that and just lived with it for a bit but still wasn't sort of feeling well definitely wasn't feeling 100% and just accepted that that's how it was going to be and that I just need to sort of rest a lot and and find different ways to manage those symptoms and but my periods sorry to get a bit graphic but my periods were still really in were very intermittent by this point but the the doctors were still saying no 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 can't possibly be menopausal this point I'd never heard of perimenopause didn't even know what it was didn't know that the menopause is actually just one day yeah and um just kept going back and they said no you can't possibly be um and then about 18 months ago I saw a I spoke to my GP about something else another a different GP happened to be a lady GP um not spoken to her before and I just happened to mention it by this point I've pretty much given up by having conversations with them because nothing was changing and she said well you must be you must be perimenopausal. And I was like, pardon? What What do you mean? I, I don't know what that is. And she said, and she explained it. And I told her a little bit more about my symptoms. And she was like, oh, yeah, you must be. And she said, how old are you? And by this point, I was 50, 51. And she said, yeah, yeah, got to be, definitely. Do you want to go on HRT? And I was like, oh, my gosh, yes, please. And I went on HRT. And within, I kid you not, less than a month, my symptoms had pretty much disappeared and I then recognized that I'd been suffering and it was suffering for over 10 years I'd had fears of having that I maybe had MS that I had dementia that um, my body was never going to be my own again Um, and it was just like someone switched the light on but at the same time Natalie I was so angry because it didn't need to be like that. And I know that HRT isn't for everybody. And that's absolutely fine. I'm not I'm not someone who's ever going to preach to someone about whether it's right for them or not. It's different for everybody. But at the same time, I think everybody should have that choice. Mm. And the, there wasn't that choice for me. It was it was taken from me because no one wanted to accept that because I was in my late 30s, early 40s, mid 40s, that I could possibly be menopausal. 
So that choice was taken away from me. And for 10 years, I didn't, I wasn't living the life I wanted to lead. And it's only now that I'm getting into coaching that I'm like, oh my gosh, this is me. This is who I'm supposed to be. And I feel like I want to support other women to have that opportunity to make sure that they know what's going on in their bodies and that they get to do they get to live a life that's best for them, that works for them, um, and that they know they're educated enough that they can go to their GPs and have the confidence to go, no, I am going on, I want to be put on HRT or I want to know what my options are. Yeah. Um, the problem is, though, is that with the menopause, um, with the, basically, uh, up until very recently, only a quarter of medical schools in the UK actually taught about the menopause which blows my mind because when you think about that 51 percent of the population are going to go through the menopause yeah Yeah. but only quarter of medical schools are taught about it yeah so that is changing because there's some brilliant people out there that have been really fighting the fight to make sure that that changes and these these people have managed to get it so that actually i think it's from 2024 that all medical schools will have to provide this as part of basic training. So that is brilliant. So, yeah, so that's what brings me to where I am now. Yeah. Yeah. And I've I've made some points there because it's just getting me thinking different ways. It's so interesting, Mm. this idea of going back to right at the start where you talk about coaching um, and counselling as well. Uh, Mm. And how do you find from a coach's perspective the blend in helping somebody now or keeping them very two separate practices how Mm. do you find that because that must be a real challenge as well and also being very qualified in counseling in terms of experience knowledge Mm. so then almost feeling again like the new view is something like coaching but actually you're not in terms of where other people be as well so how do you find how you create that connection with people in terms of what they need versus what they expect and then yourself coming from both practices as well how do you work with that yeah so I guess that's a really that's a lot of um things to unpack there but in terms of the my sort of my counseling obviously well not obviously but I've been unconsciously competent I think that's the right thing right way of saying it I'll be being dyslexic always get the words back to front so unconsciously competent is what I've been in counseling for some time so going into coaching I went into coaching thinking oh this will be not easy but I'll I'll get this because that's what I do I listen to people all the time but it's on a completely different level and it's just so different. And I went from being unconsciously competent to unconscious, uh, oh, competently, no, un- oh my God, Natalie, you're going to have to tell me what it is now. My dyslexic yeah. brain's just gone crazy. <laughs> you going, it's good. It's uncon- no, consciously, consciously incompetent. There, there we, we go. go. You would get there in and that's what I've been in, co- in coaching for probably the first six months. And then it clicked. And I was like, oh, OK, I've got this now. Clearly got a long way to go to be unconsciously competent. But yeah. I'm getting there. Um, and I think what happened off the back of, of, sort of the therapy versus the coaching is that initially I was really scared of bringing the two together. 
Yeah. Because we talk about in the coaching academy, don't we, about the fact that they're very different. We've got to keep them yeah. separate. Yeah. But for me, those skills are going to be there. And the my nonverbal listening skills are so tuned in that um, I'm very aware of people's limiting beliefs, people's blueprints. And, and it's it's working and I'm still working on this in terms of how I bring the two together. What I really want to be able to do is do a blend. Yeah. But what I love about coaching is the moving forward. Yeah. And I love my counselling and I've been working in trauma for a really long time. And I work on childhood trauma and sexual abuse. And that's that's the sort of things that I really enjoy doing. I've done it for a long time. But what I want to do is, is still do a bit on trauma and be trauma informed, but also to be a coach working with women who are moving forward in their lives and finding new purpose. And that has given me a new sort of, I don't know, it's it's like it's lit something in me that I hadn't realized needed lighting. Yeah. Um yeah. and is the menopause linked with that as well? Is that a part of that? Yeah, absolutely. So for me, um because of what I've win, been through, I'm really passionate about supporting women who have been, who are going through that journey as we all will. Yeah. And some of us will have a really easy time of it and some of us will really struggle. And something that I was thinking about yesterday, I've thought about a few times is that when I've, as a counsellor, the number of years that I've worked with clients where they've come to me with anxiety and low mood and they've been on medication and I'm absolutely for it. If that works, if that works for that person, that's really key. But the other thing that I've realized is that a lot of the women I've seen have been in their forties and fifties and possibly didn't need to Mm. be on medication. Maybe what they needed is HRT. Maybe what they needed is their men is their, their hormones replaced for them to feel good about themselves again. Yeah. But also I'm the menopause self-care coach. So mm-hmm. a lot of what I do is around self-care. And yeah. it's not just about, oh, let's let's sort of talk about your hormones and HRT, but let's talk about self-care. And a lot of what we do in self-care can really help with our hormones. So yeah. for me, it's about linking the two together. I don't it's, know whether that answered your question. I think yeah, it's, 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 it's really interesting because I get asked so much, how do you find your niche, 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 niche? It's a huge mm-hmm. thing compared Mm. to definitely when I was coaching a few years back and and it's just interesting to see where people feel that need to have a niche etc and Mm. where that comes from and how you know helping people to discover who they want to work with and Mm. and and you've I guess the conversation doesn't ever really come that way with yourself because you you're you've already established the fact that you've been on a path and your pains and who you want to help come through that Mm. Uh, and like you said you know it's who I'm supposed to be and to help women and Mm. and it's where you're credible where you again like we say talk about competencies Mm. where you have energy and a passion for what you want to do you know you're curious you're interested to go and learn and research and know more about it and and I think that's you can see there that you're exactly that person's that journey going through what you need to do to to find who you want to work with or identify is probably a better word than find and what I love about that is the sharing apart on the more we talk about things you're saying some amazing people are doing some brilliant work to create more awareness Mm. so you know awareness self-awareness means that we have more development in things which is great and Mm. it's so interesting because we got on to the conversation a bit last week talking about coming on to the podcast that 
as, mm. as I'm 35 and the conversation mm. around this in some ways absolutely terrifies me because it's mm. not had before and then you hear all of these things mm. you think, oh my good my goodness is that me in like five years and the yeah. pressures to then family whatever I want in the next five to ten yeah. years it's like completely opens up a different pathway or something I've not thought of and almost ignorance mm. is bliss isn't it that if I don't yeah run, yeah I don't have to worry I, I don't want to worry about those things whereas actually I know deep down I'll worry less if I'm in and I'll be better if I'm more in control of knowing and educated like you say yeah. or what does that look like uh, and yeah. making decisions that are right in terms of a yeah. not having a decision in years to come it's it's really interesting and even at the age of 35 I've been recently changing um some of my contraception and what I'm on and stuff and like mm. my hormones have been like up like like that and then mm. when you say about self-care there I was just like mm, it's really interesting because I'm naturally really tough on myself in mm. business life everything and the mm. same comes to that that I would still be the attitude a couple of years back I was very much the attitude that it doesn't impact I should still be able to train the same I should have the same amount of energy and it's really interesting the last it'll be coming up to two years the last two years I noticed it in January time my energy just massively depleted at mm. certain points every month around a period and it like ridiculously to the point where I'd be like I felt wiped out and I yeah. can't train the same the week before I knew the week yeah. before I'd be like I know I'm on because my I literally shot down and I used to be really tough on myself well you've got to keep going you still got to train mm. you've got to show up and now because I'm more aware of it I'm not I'm like no I know next week that this is the case and actually I need to just relax I need to do this program this week for my fitness because it will keep me on track and not you know all or nothing because I'd even be like I'd just be wiped out and think well, I can't do anything now then I'd be stressed then I wouldn't sleep and you just get in this cycle and it's like that's a painful cycle every month so yeah. by having the space like I'm doing now to talk to think to express to learn in areas that were just not educated in and were probably scared in some ways is yeah. unique to provide women I think I think I absolutely and I think the the one thing that I love about the fact that menopause is being talked about now is that more, more so many more women of a younger age are not going to go through what women in their 40s and 50s are going through now yeah however what I'm also aware of is that the media makes it feel potentially very scary for a lot of women but yeah. they're not giving out all the information so mm. I was talking to a friend the other day who who's also a therapist and she was sort of because I'm I'm going to be doing this course and and she said to me I was telling her about it and she said to me she said well she said but what is the menopause when when does that start and she's in her late 40s and she said but I don't see myself as menopausal so if I see that word because she was helping me with a bit with my marketing just doing a bit of research and she said but if you put the word menopause up there I don't think that relates to me Mm. And I thought, oh, that's really interesting. And then you listen to, you know, I, I I sometimes watch loose women because they're so they're such great advocates of of the menopause. And I was listening to one of the younger um members of the panel talking, and she was saying, you know, I don't think of this as being me, but I'm learning so much from you guys. But also, it's quite scary to think about the fact that I might go through, I will be going through this, and I yeah. don't know how it's going to impact me, but. I really do believe, like you were saying, you know, in terms of self-care, what what I love when I watch your stuff is that you're so in tune with your body 
you yeah. really listen to that and that is one of the biggest gifts we can give ourselves as well as human beings but as women we can really give ourselves that gift by really listening and it's something that I'm still working on in terms of giving myself permission to go do you know what actually this week you're wiped out whether it's to do with with self self-care in terms of exercise or whether it's pulling back on studies or you know whatever it might be but to just give myself permission to go that's okay yeah but what I'm curious about is the fact that what you're saying is it's really you know you've got all these thoughts about these what ifs for the future and how you might manage that I guess what I would say to anybody who's who's maybe your age and is thinking about you know how they're going to plan for the future in terms of menopause it's it's the right nutrition Mm. it's about the right type of exercise you know it's about self-care you know when we allow ourselves to get stressed out and anxious in life that causes our hormones to do a merry dance well not merry but do a dance (laughs) and it's not nice (laughs) so the more we can work on keeping our stress levels calm in situations where we feel like oh as women especially we feel like we've got to be the people who do everything and we're spinning all these plates but to just let those plates drop sometimes and just be like you know what it's okay I'm not going to stress because I know if I stress that's going to shoot my hormones off the scale and then the result of that is that I'm going to feel like rubbish and I'm going to be no good to anybody it's about that saying isn't it like you know you've got to put the face mask, the oxygen mask on yourself first yeah. before you can support anybody else. Yeah. Um, and that's a really tough thing to do for anyone. But as women, I think we find it really hard to do. Mm. So, yeah. So I don't know if that's helpful at all. Yes, yeah, it's, it's interesting. What's the, and I know you're looking to do a new program in the new mm. year. Where's, mm. I guess, where's that idea originated? What does the what was a what's a, the big vision with what you want to have as a result for people with that and yeah. achieving that what's what's the purpose for you so I think the purpose is that I when I started recognizing what was going on for me in the menopause I realized that there's there's not a lot of women out there that are talking to each other as friends about their experiences yeah And what I wanted was to create a safe space initially for women to be able to have that conversation, which I'm doing through the online and in-person support groups. And it's it's been mind blowing, sort of like hearing their stories and how how much they benefit from just having that space. But the reason for the course was the fact that actually women want to be educated as women, we do want to know stuff. We want to know how to deal with this. We want to understand what's going on in our own bodies. And GPs don't have the time to do that. And yeah. a lot of women, they're not going to go off and read all the books or do all the research. But if yeah. they've got one place where they can come to and go, oh, right, okay, that's what's happening in my body. And if I do A, B and C, that's going to help. So in yeah. terms of me bringing the self-care in, it's about helping women to acknowledge the importance of prioritising self-care. Mm-hmm. and looking at which hormones are linked to which parts of self-care you know and and that's really key for me in terms of the menopause and self-care coming together but not just the menopause although it's called the menopause self-care and mindset course it's for any woman that sort of thinks they're becoming perimenopausal because like you said it's not you know I want to help prepare women not just women that are already pa- postmenopausal because menopause is just one day 
Mm. You know, I don't know how many people know that, but the menopause is actually just one day. We're perimenopausal for 10 to 15 years for some of us. Some of us are less, but 10 to 15 years. And menopause is one day, which is the day that your periods haven't, you haven't had a period for 12 months. Yeah. So we don't know, we don't get to celebrate that day. And that's the other thing that I want to bring from this course is celebrating the fact that this this next chapter of our lives there's a lot out there about oh my god this is horrible this is the worst part of our lives I don't feel like that I'm like oh my god this is amazing I get to do all these things and I'm not going to ever have a period again (laughs) you know that's amazing you know but for some people it's really scary and not knowing where to go and what path to go down so having a space where they get to be educated they get to learn about why self-care is important. They understand about um, our mindset and how our limiting beliefs come into it. And even though we might have this want for self-care, that all the stuff from the past comes in to sort of prevent us from, from prioritising ourselves. So understanding all of that in a safe space with other women who are going, that's exactly how I feel or I'm feeling like that, just yeah. just feels like a great... and. And I'm trying to create a course that I wanted. That's what I'm trying to do. And that's so important when you do things. I think there's a point where you have to understand what, you you know, your ideal clients want and and then what they need. But you're right that that comes from a place of, and I share this a lot of people, that you're often your own ideal client. But Mm -hmm. that we have to be careful not to get assumptive in that, that we know the answer what people want and need, etc. Yeah. Again, the spin on how you can market and monetize a message, like you said, the language and how yeah. it's, it becomes a, a, another challenge. Yeah, um, I think absolutely. What's great within that is that you recognize the power, and we talk about it a lot in the personal development mm. we've got, that you don't, it's about creating that space just for people to, again, think, I think, you know, we're in a busy world, yeah. we're constantly distracted, we're living by almost that productivity's a science, you know, like, is aligned to our self-worth if we're not busy we're not we're lazy or we're bored or it's it's not enough we've got to be productive all the mm. time and it's mm. like actually when we slow things down we speed up and it's a phrase I say that a lot and I love that phrase I use that so much yeah, now I've heard you say it so powerful though and it really is because I'm that speedy mm. Gonzalez next 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 and actually mm. what you do is you miss the moment in life where you are as well and actually important yeah. things as we move forward and I think being in coaching world you can get smokes and mirrors in in a way that's not good but you can also get it in a way that's amazing but you become quite cocooned in a world of people that mm. you get I've got an amazing abundance of positive people inspirational people in my life and and somebody mm. challenged me last week actually on if you were to suddenly win a million pounds or get to a million pounds in your business and you bought a yacht or a you know Ferrari would your close circle of like family and friends would they all still be around mm. And I was, took a moment, I was like, yeah. And they were like, really? And I was like, yeah, get the word. And they were like, oh, I said, Look, everybody might think I'm a lucky one or something, you know, like lucky cow. I was mm. like, we naturally do. I said, but they'd all be happy for me. And she was like, mm. oh, wow. Well, that's kind of like one big step forward anyway. And I was like, yes, but I guess I've done that groundwork years ago. And it was tough to say, actually, got mm. a, this person doesn't help me in my life anymore. It's not a personal yeah. thing, just... I don't know we're the same as we were and it's maybe that we've just got different journeys now in life and it's all the best and you have to sometimes cut those strings so but 
we then I've noticed that then around me I can have very positive inspirational people mm. I get to see that lots of people don't have that and I take yeah. that for granted and that's the thing with like you're saying is we always think well there's this and there's that and what else can I put out what you have as a coach is uniquely different from somebody else and your idea mm. creativity and with you know 7.24 billion people in the world there are people that we can help and this is why I always want to open minds up or anybody that wants to build a business mm. if you've got that deep niggling feeling just keep going with it trust yourself in yeah. that and yeah. build something like you said that was something you wish you'd have and you love because yeah. when you love what you do that energy and that infection infectious energy you like you can't buy that thing it's yeah just- and it's it's interesting when you say all this because that's so true but I have so much self-doubt and it's the passion of what I when I talk to you and I say you know I know this is going to support women I'm sort of doing something that I know I would have wanted you know I've run a pilot group a free pilot group earlier in the year and I you know I got brilliant feedback from that the in-person the online support group I'm getting really great feedback from that but at the same time, I'm still, and even when you say there's seven point however many billion people in the world, I'm still going, oh, you know, is this going to work? And I, and you know, I want, I want it to work. Obviously, I'm running, I want to my business to go in this direction. But at the same time, it's it there's there's all the values that go with that. You know, one of the values is is to gain better financial security for myself and my family. Yeah. But the other values that that came before that were connecting with people, you know, communication, supporting others. They're really important to me. And I, you know, one of the things I was reading, I can't remember which book it was now, but it was all around the fact that, you know, it's okay wanting financial security, but if that's the only thing, mm. then you're not going to, I think it might've been something Stephen Bartlett said actually. And it, and you know, if that's the only thing you're focused on, you won't get where you want to go because the other things aren't there to underpin it. And that's the big change that's happened for me is those values have always been there. I just didn't, I just didn't bring them center forward um, to sort of know that you know to keep me bringing back so that's why I'm doing this and if the other stuff comes as a result of that brilliant yeah yeah it's it's incredible how the conversation can and this is where I said to you like I, I'm not a big person and I can load the structure of a conversation mm. I think you can just trust what comes from within and just go with it and you're absolutely spot on you know I'm huge myself on business values, mm. personal values. And I love the phrase you say there about bringing that centre forward. Mm. I'm reading a book at the moment, Storyteller Secret by Carmen Gallo. He does a lot around TED Talks and this idea of storytelling and storytelling mm-hmm. connects us and mm. connection as well. And I was also on a, I was with the Coaching Academy on a coaching conversation yesterday and they said, what's been your podium moment for the year? And mm. also, what is your worth 2022? And I said, my mm. worth 2022 is connection because mm. there's been such a journey to connect with my inner self, like me, mm. and to connect with others. And that when you focus on values of business, uh, and don't get me wrong, like I like the finer things in life. I know you've mm. got to work hard for them and money's, mm. money is one for me because it brings yeah. me opportunities and freedom and choice. Yeah. However, yeah. it's it's the why I do what I do and the fact that nothing, that's great. But I if I focus wholeheartedly and everything that I have on serving people, mm. that's what gets me the results and brings me yeah. money. The, the, the money's the latter part. Invest yeah. in 
why you love what you do and and your why with everything and like Simon Sinek says always start with your why and your values and and serving people and adding value and touching their lives in a way and that's massively missing from the world at the minute mm-hmm. my dad and I were having a conversation this morning that people are getting a bit fed up in business and it, you know with everything that's happening in the world it's a tough place to live at the moment and mm-hmm. it's because they don't feel valued mm-hmm. And again, if you can take away this idea of creating a program for people where actually you feel valued as well, and that yeah. how that links in with being around like-minded people, sharing things, feeling trust, um, that you're listened to as well, that you have mm. a voice. Mm. These things are so incredibly powerful that I think we take for granted just out there, like I said earlier, and, and they're not so many people. So mm. another thing um, in this book, Carmen Gallo spoke about was if you can't always find that you know like what what you do or your why is enough for you ask a question like what makes your heart sing as cliche yeah. as that sounds but it is what yeah. makes your heart sing what literally would get you out of bed every morning to go yeah it's going to be a bit tough today but I love what I do and I want to do this yeah. and it's yeah. that again that energy you can't buy this energy that's around people that are like no. that seeing truly inspirational people that spark in them that shining you can't buy that it's just there and the more you again it's like law of attraction is the more you exude that the more you draw those people towards it so it's almost a bit yeah. like you have to go into your geeky woo-woo side of you even yeah. not that to think like you say about self-doubts and I know you often share around this but it's like that's where I think coaches and mentors are so powerful because they'll see something in you that you don't see at times and I know I've seen yeah. this and they'll draw on me that I'm being tough on myself. There's not enough of, like you say, self-love, self-care, mm. that, you know, you need a bit of a truth bomb. I need that to, to remind me, to help me feel that actually, when I have my self-doubts, that, no, you've got this. Yeah. I think. Yeah. No, it's so, I think as as human beings, we, we're so we're so bad at at prioritizing ourselves and focusing in on what we need and acknowledging that, you know, self-care is so key. And, you know, my self-doubt has been huge. Yesterday I was doing a, I was um, doing a a film advert for my, for my landing page. I think, is that what it is? I don't know. I don't know. I'm really rubbish for tech. And, um, oh God, like, I wish I could use what I've used with you today instead, because it was so like, you know just like really oh just really monotone and um it was just because I was put in that situation but listening to you talking and then hearing it back it's like no I am really passionate about this and this is really important and I just need to you know I was worried about what people might think I look like did I sound animated enough what all these things that you think about that in terms of the business side of it that you don't normally think about in life all yeah. come into play all of a sudden because you're worried well I am worried about are people going to think this is good enough are people going to want to invest are they going to think it's too expensive are they going to think I'm qualified enough am I an expert enough you know all these things that 18 months ago I would not even thought about in my counseling business because I just plodded along but then chuck those values under my backside and it's like I'm this different woman mm. but a different woman that is really like wanting to promote this and and for people to be positive and inspired but at the same time there's all these self-doubts that keep coming in which is just crazy 
But I think the, the bigger I get, not the bigger I get in terms of the business, but the bigger I get in terms of my ideas, the the, the more self-doubt comes in. Um, I don't know whether that's how other people experience it. I don't know, but I think like bigger problems that you know, like you, I was talking to my mum about it, and bless her, she's like some of the stuff goes over her head when I talk about business and everything. But she was like, "Oh, it just gets easier when you get bigger." And I was like, "No," I was like, "The problems just get bigger." <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. You know, I said like you know different conversations. It just gets tougher in different ways. Yes, it yeah. can be great as well in different ways, but it's um. Yeah, that that's like anything. I think more to think about. There is, there is, but I think that the, the part of you need that support around you yourself as well. Mm, yeah, empowering you and and yeah. almost a bit of you know we often I don't think we should shy away from saying like we need validation to a degree. The, yeah, you know it's the point yeah. of you don't need it to the point of you don't move on if you don't get validation or you're constantly seeking yeah. it. Like I'm not saying throw loads of selfies on Instagram, just get the likes and things. Mm-mm. But we do need to feel on track with things or to be able to, I think, measure things, not necessarily compare, but mm. again, measure things in terms of how do I know how I'm doing? And I was really conscious yeah. of that when I into my business. And if I don't have mentors and coaches around me, bearing in mind I've come from a very corporate structured background, mm-hmm how do I know that I'm on track or, you know, doing well on yeah. things versus then the too hard on myself, et cetera. And I guess it comes back mm-hmm. to the, the self-awareness of what you need. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be where I am now. Th- this time last year was when I applied to do the TCA course and I started it in January mm-hmm. and I've met so many amazing people along that journey. And I can't believe it's not even been 12 months and I've met all these amazing people online but still you know amazing and um yourself and a couple of the coaching academy students you know I wouldn't be where I am now with the course in terms of pushing it forward if it wasn't for that coaching if it wasn't for the mentoring if it wasn't for listening to you on on your podcasts and on Instagram and whatever it is I watch you I'm not sure (laughs) all the other platforms um but you know, those things are the things that have pushed me. And you're so right, you know, recognizing that, you know, you, you need those people around you, but also weeding out the people who aren't going to work for you and mm-hmm. doing that without the, me being me, I worry about the fact that that's going to affect them or upset them, mm-hmm. but really going actually, but I know that's not working for me um, and working out who is working and who isn't working. Absolutely. Um, but I, you know, it's somebody once said to me, um, when you go into business on your own, you you need that team around you. Yeah. And even if it's just in your mind, you know, I've got a friend who's a who's a counsellor who's been a counsellor for years and she's only just gone self-employed um in the last sort of six months. And she has a list on her board because I'd sort of said to her, you know, it's about having a team, knowing who your team is. And she has a list on her wall now of people that she can call for different things. And yeah. that's the same for me, is knowing who those people are um like today I you know I was meant to be doing something with somebody tomorrow and they can't do it now and I was like oh how am I going to deal with this and I managed to speak message somebody else and she went oh yeah I'll do that with you and I was like oh great you know and and that's what I love about the coaching community as well is people are so supportive of each other and I don't think you get that in every area of life so it's a really lovely space to be a part of yeah I I guess to to kind of throw it out there it's an interesting one and and it's one question that I think I always hold with um loosely because it's not easy to ask people 
what do you I guess where do you see yourself and your business and and taking mm-hmm. this idea of what we've spoken about today in in five years time it's not always an easy question to ask nowadays because the world moves so fast but yeah. to see that vision and what you've created what would that be so what I would love to be able to do is is have two or three um courses running over a year for 12 weeks um but also I'd love to run an in-person retreat um I think when I say that to women all women just go oh yes yes please that's amazing definitely need that in my life um so that's that's on my radar um but also I'd like one thing I'd love to do one day is give a TED talk I'm just not quite sure what it's going to be around yet but that's on my radar um but just to keep my my vision and my passion is to just keep supporting as many women as possible um and there is a house which I haven't really talked about much but helping educate people yeah. and to build awareness around the importance of self-care um because I think we just see it as this woolly word but it really isn't um so being able to do that and hopefully in five years time be able to do some some in-person stuff as well would be amazing um because that's part of my background is is giving talks to people in person so I would love to be able to get back to that that would be really great and and to do just be doing more of this and I can't believe that this might actually be my my job not even my job I can't even say it as a job but this might be my life moving forward um yeah it's really exciting it's incredible isn't it like again communication is key and uh, it's mm. a bit of a joke that I've told a few people that I've recently got in the last four months a relationship and that and um I made him do this profiling personality assessment and some people are like I can't believe he did that but I was like no because I'm um, take out the worky stuff on it I said but all relationships are about great communication and what I mean yeah. by that is I remember listening in lockdown to Lewis Howes and Mel Robbins on a uh, podcast and they shared that in all relationships we don't share with people what we need mm. and expect as well enough and especially what we need like I this is what I need and it's mm. the same as we it's just about opening communication to why we do what we do and how we are as you know and why we do those things and yeah someone's like that but you'll do things because of that. And I can now understand that better. And I'm asking yeah. you to understand it. If I need some me time, or if I need like, you know, that actually my, mo- like I said to him like oh, last week, I was a bit emotional with stuff. And it's because I've noticed my hormones changing things. Mm. I said, Just keep with me this week. I know I'm a bit like emotional one minute and not the next. And I don't know why mm. in my head, I don't know. Yeah. And it's horrible, but I am a bit fiery. I didn't have much patience with people last week. And it kind of yeah. made me emotional. And I was like, because it didn't feel me. I was literally mm. getting fiery with people that were strangers. And he was like, what's what's going on? And I was like, I don't know. And it's, I'm not blaming that, but it's that recognition again of the yeah. awareness to then yeah. change it, et cetera, and notice yourself. And, and that's where um, I think that's- And it's not a blame, it's a reason, absolutely, yeah. isn't it? You know, those um, hormones, are pesky buggers. It's the communication part is is key. And I think that goes part back yeah. to like, about what you want and and growing that with connection and and I love the idea of a retreat I was talking with somebody in one of the business masterminds I'm on this last week and it was a, a great conversation actually we we're talking about um an event we'd seen in London and I said oh, are you going she said no I went yesterday I'm, I'm not going today and I said okay she goes I can't deal with the the formalities of the rooms in the hotel it's just not me at the minute mm. Mm. like clinical like, like that and I was like oh my gosh mm. she's like 
I feel that way too. And I was like, time yeah. I was like, I don't feel that way anymore about like you said, the idea of a retreat is like bliss. Mm. And it's going back to knowing what you need and want and yourself really well. And then yeah. the right people with that as well, that you don't have to follow seat on what everybody else does. And it's great. you got to listen to that internal niggling, as we said at the start, to why you want to do what you do and that you yeah. can help people. There are people out there. You just got to get out the fine there find them add value make a difference in their lives and and it's like that ripple effect and the snowball effect it just builds and compounds over time when you're consistent things yeah so I think that just it's got you know an abundance be amazing and it'll be phenomenal and it's and it's so interesting to talk about think about for myself of well actually what am I doing around that am I still putting it off or is it that it's next year or two years down the road or what how do I want to Mm -hmm. embrace this and look at it for myself opposed to fearing it and and the the different conversations that come from it is so interesting like you say that what I love about doing the podcast and having different connections I do with yourself and my personal development circle and in the like Facebook community is that like you you can angle Mm -hmm. that's not my gig that's not what I do yeah person's got this on this this person's got this on this and like yeah that's what I always did well in my previous um career was I networked and spending my network so well I'd like I go to people for these problems and I get stuff done quick and I love yeah and I think like you know people for great things in terms of we all want results tomorrow (laughs) yeah and that helps people with that. So I think when you have that network around you as well of actually this person being amazing for you, you're also changing lives with this. Yeah, definitely. And that and that's that's the bit that I really love about it is that I'm helping people to live their best lives. And that's so key to me is having, you know, going full circle to where we started, started at the beginning, you know, for 10 years, mm-hmm. I wasn't living the life I could have been living. Yeah. And that was down to a misdiagnosis. Yeah. And that drives me crazy to think that, you know, other women are going through that. And I know they are. I know that's happening. And if I can help women to be more in tune with what's happening in their own bodies and have more knowledge, then then I'm happy. I've done I've done what I set out to do. And anything else that comes as a result of that is is just a bonus, really. Yeah. So, yeah. So I have a little bit of a thing. I haven't, um, I'm so, so on this and doing it well. Sometimes I'm absolutely rubbish. But the last guests I had on actually will sync with this because I can roll this podcast out next. So um, they asked a couple of questions and I'm going to ask them to yourself because um, it was two, so I've got two for you. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to share my next guest, but it's always sometimes interesting. But this is a really great question. I'm going to, again, use this in, in different places um, in some of my content, what I do later on. But if you were to look, back 20 years um would you so in, imagine 20 years times and you were to look back today would you okay would you be worrying about what you're worrying about now oh interesting would I be worrying about what I'm worrying about now no because I'll be 72 and I don't think I'm going to give two shits by, by then <laughs> but we can let go of all those self-doubts right I'm gonna let go of it all god I want to get 2023 is my year to let go of it that's my year this is my year coming up definitely I love um, it yeah no I'm I'm yeah no I will not be giving to yeah it's a great question <laughs> it's like no I really um, love it yeah another one was um if you could live only where anywhere in the world where would you live oh still here Anglesey North Wales love. yeah yeah 
Absolutely. Yeah, there's there's nowhere like it. It's a beautiful place. I'm very, 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 very lucky to live here. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, yeah. I'd like to go on holidays, Yeah. but I would, I would, when I come over that bridge, when I've been away, it's like, oh, I'm home. It's just such a great thing. Isn't that important? Like, again, I'm a big seeker this year in kind of finding calm, contentment and just, you know, like what is it to be happy of what we have? right now mm. in the moment yeah. opposed to, like yeah. working for next 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 as, as much as we share yeah. stuff we want to do yeah um, time being able yeah. to be happy successful and content here in the now I yeah. hard people yeah really and hard. one of the things I absolutely love is that you know I go I haven't been for a couple of weeks that much but one thing I love to do is there's a little walk near where I live and when I do go I work on being really mindful and in the moment. And every time I do it, I just go, oh my gosh, this, it just fills my soul so much. And that sounds a bit hippy dippy and I don't mean it to be, yeah, nice. but it does gen- genuinely make me feel good. Um, yeah. And, you know, if I start my day having been on that walk, that particular walk, I my day feels better for having done it. And yeah. it's not a walk for fitness. It's a walk for mental health. It's a walk for my mind. And it just sets me up in such a great way for the day. So, yeah. Um, be your question you would leave oh there's there's two sorts of ones that I'd like to ask and obviously you're putting me on the spot here Natalie as, as I know you do with most people I should have known that you were going to do this but there we go um one is I'd like I'd like to know from everybody do they know when their parent if they if they have a parent or a carer anyone in their lives do they know when their menopause started and if not would they be interested in having that conversation with them? Yeah. Um, and the second one is, when did you less take time to prioritise yourself? Yeah. Interestingly, I did think about that, about my mum and my auntie. I was like, actually, mm. I've never had the conversation with my mum and my auntie. And I know they sit in the conversation because I've seen them like... Nah, 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 nah. That's good. That's great. <laughs> and I think now I'm thinking about, I wonder what that conversation would look like. Me, my cousin, mum, my auntie. It'd be really nice. Brilliant. Awesome. Get on it. That sounds fab. I'd love that's, it. That's, that's one of the things I forgot to say. That's one of the things that I'm wanting to do next year is I want to create a podcast with... Um, normal women you see celebrities talking on podcasts all the time about the menopause but I want to create a group where you have two or three women in a room with me talking about their experiences of the menopause to put that out for women to listen to so that's that's the other thing that I want to do amazing where can people connect with you Sean um on Instagram at at my menopause self-care coach and uh on Facebook same amazing honestly thank Thank you so much for your time today I love conversations with yourself and it's so interesting and I know you're going to be a success at this and and happy doing it and I I can't wait to see everything come to how you want it to in your vision and everything next year it's gonna be amazing oh thank you so much Natalie I've really enjoyed this it's been I was a bit apprehensive but it's been awesome I've loved it my first ever podcast so (laughs) thank you thanks so much for having me Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you felt inspired, please make sure you share this with a friend and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. I really love hearing feedback from you. So if you have a question, topic, or want to hear from someone you love on this show, then head to my website, Natalie Potts Coaching, and let me know. 
Until next time, have an amazing week and know that you have value to offer this world. Thank you.